Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Welcome to this week's episode and this week we have session four with Jess. So this podcast is a live session that you are getting to nosy in on and today we're talking about the importance of supporting your nervous system, detoxification, um, weight gain, why that might be the case, what that has to do with inflammation and a whole lot of other stuff. So this is session four. So this is really a check-in with Jess. She has just gotten her continuous blood glucose monitor. And just as a reminder, Jess is someone who has hypothyroidism. Um, we started working together because she was having awful periods, like suddenly from going from really normal periods to suddenly awful ones. Um, really bad fatigue, um, some weight gain, which even though nothing else had changed in her life, and a couple of other um, problems. So session four, and we're going to be diving into it. Uh, so this is going to be a good one. This is a really helpful, these are these episodes are different because they're kind of giving you a little peek around the corner of what it actually means to heal your body and apply nutritional science and lifestyle medicine to your body. And I think sometimes um, we can, I don't know, just feel a bit like, oh, I don't know what that means. And if you, and if we ever feel a bit unsure about something, we tend to not want to go and do it, if that makes sense. So if you think holistic nutrition is all just about like crystals and chanting, I mean, it, it, it's not at all, but, <laughs> and that puts you off, then you, you miss out on this whole incredible healing modality, essentially. And I really don't want you to be put off. I know I am so confident so confident that you can feel better than what you do right now. And I'm guessing you're listening to this podcast because you do want to feel better because there's some area of your life, maybe it's a diagnosis and you've got an official label. Maybe you've just got symptoms that where everyone quote unquote says is normal, everything's fine, but you don't feel fine. You probably want to feel better. And I know that you can because of my training and studying and going through research from my experience with clients, from my experience with my own body, just from knowing how your biology works, there is always room for improvement. And I really hope that this podcast equips you and helps you in, in you feeling better because that's the goal, right? When you feel better, everything changes. Like your relationships change, your earning potential changes, it impacts your family, impacts how you parent or if you can get pregnant, it impacts oh, so many things, which is why I'm so passionate about health. Your body really is the foundation of your life. And I know that there's a really fun and awesome things that you're put on this earth to do, but you're going to really struggle to do them if you are exhausted, if you're depressed, if you're constantly having panic attacks, if you are stuck on the loo, if you have uh, don't want agoraphobia, you know, you don't want to leave the house, You if you have awful periods that keep you stuck in bed for a week, uh, uh, you know, every four weeks, whatever it is, it's going to be way more difficult to do some awesome stuff in the world. So anyway, that's why I do what I do, but I hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I hope you have um, heard about my special summer schedule that I am doing. So um, I'll tell you more about this as the, um, in a couple of like ad breaks in the podcast, but I just decided to shake things up over summer and I am running some special summer workshops. So do make sure you find out more about those. Uh, I will put them on my website and in the show notes. So if you just come to my um, Instagram, you'll see it there. 
but some special summer workshops which are specialized um, topics every two weeks and you can sign up for all four workshops for just 33 pounds so that's I highly recommend it by the time this comes out we might have done the first workshop but you'll still get access to the replay and then you'll still have three workshops and essentially you get like six weeks of accountability guys I didn't really think about this when I priced it or planned it out but if you show up for the workshops, then you're getting that motivation, that inspiration, that accountability for like from as of listening this for like the next six weeks, because every two weeks you show up for a workshop with me and you learn and you leave really equipped with some specific action points. You can apply them and then two weeks later show up. We can catch up with how you're doing and then get the next step. So the first one is all about IBS and bloating. So that's Gut Health 101. So basically everyone should be there, whether you have IBS or not. And if you if you listen to this, you might have missed that live recording. But when you sign up, you'll still get access to the replay. So that is an incredible one. That really is the foundation. The next one we're looking at is all about hormones. Then we're looking at energy production and how we can double your energy. And then we're also looking at body fat and body recomposition. Like how do you actually shift body fat? What does that look like? So if any of those topics sound good to you, you can sign up for just one workshop for 11 pounds, or you can sign up for all three, oh, sorry, all four of them and get access to those replays for a period of time at 33 pounds. So I'd love to see you in there. And I am also offering some retreats as well. Um, so I'm currently just asking people privately about that. But if you are interested, you can you can send me a DM or something and I'll maybe I'll be send not maybe I will be sending my emails list everyone on my email more info and I'll announce those sooner. I'm just offering those to a couple of people first and then we'll announce those publicly. So this will be a short um, summer retreat with me online for a day, half a day. And where we just basically condense my four month program into a shorter summer retreat. And so that means it can be a much lower price point, which could be appealing to a lot of people, but still give you that real kick up the butt, clear personalized plan, bespoke support, accountability, research data, testing, like all the stuff I offer, just really condensed, um, which I think could work really, really well for some of you. But more of that coming soon. Also, just so in the meantime, sign up for the workshops. Um, that could be keziahall.com forward slash workshops and that all that information will be there so kesiehall.com forward slash workshops otherwise let's dive in with today's show did you hear that i'm doing a fun new thing this is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list you are going to feel so much clearer less overwhelmed really focused feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But you know, I'm ramping it up and making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next step for you? 
These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's keziahall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure um, yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know, high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love, love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. Okay, so I thought today mainly wanna, I wanna catch up or review a couple of things that we talked about last time, just see where you're at. And then um, look at um, a couple of other tweaks and stuff in terms of energy and your nervous system. And then I know you've just put in your CGM, your continuous blood glucose monitor. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit scared. I'm not surprised. I think most people are because it's like, I don't know. This, I, I think most people envision it being like a massive needle into their arm that they wear. It's not, like that. not until after I put it in that I realized it's like a flexible thing, like not a needle. Yes, like and it's not into your like blood either. It's like intracellular blood glucose, uh, not blood glucose. It's actually interest. Anyway, the Basically, name it looked super intimidating, but yeah. no, it's not. It's like a little hair somebody. that just kind of like yeah. strand of hair that goes and it's bendy and it like goes into your. So you yeah. don't like notice it, and it's not sore. You know when you do a prick, a finger prick test, I think yeah. that is like a hundred times more painful. Oh yeah, it absolutely was. I didn't even realize I'd done it. To be honest. Yeah, you just like. Oh, oh. I don't think that is probably. Is it even like, there? You stamp yourself. I was all like. Oh. Come on, we can do this. I can do hard things. And I was like, oh, well, that was that was a bit a little bit thick. Going to climax, Robert. And um, now you can feel like you know you're like half human, half robot. Yeah. 
So, yeah, basically. And some of it is as well, like the last testy thing I did was that thriver. Uh, yes. Bleed into it a little. It's not a lot, but you've got to like put drops of it in a little tub. But me and you both really struggled to do it, no. didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> but that was traumatic. But um, no, our, our bodies don't like giving up blood. No. Generally speaking. Some, most of it. my clients do actually. They're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Because I do always say for most people, it's fine. But actually for me, I do find this hard. And I'm better if someone just like in a, a, a Venus a blood draw. They yeah, are professional. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just doing it is much easier. But most people are fat, like they're just like, you know, just pouring out. But that's not us. Um, okay. So you've got your CGM and we haven't had any readings yet. We might, we might get a live reading on this podcast recording or knowing our luck, that'll probably happen. 10 minutes after we come off the call. But hey-ho. Um, so what we'll Be do bonus is... Content, right? <laughs> yeah, bonus content. For all you Jess fans, <laughs> bonus content. I know you should send me actually pictures of it. That'd be interesting. Um, so probably in our next chat, we'll review that more um, yeah. thoroughly. So for those of you listening to catch you up, bring you up to date, we um, are working Jess with Jess mainly around like your energy and your periods and just feeling better for one of a better phrase, maybe, um, would you say you want to lose some weight and body recomposition? Is that a, you've not said that explicitly, but. No, but that's a goal that I've got. Definitely. Yeah, it's just not like number one goal. Like the weight. Cause like, yeah. Cause basically it was the weight thing that we were like, Hang on, so that was the first indicator where I was like, Yes, it's just a bit off your weight, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, This is not right. I basically am permanently sitting at my heaviest end, despite Mm. my lifestyle and activities representing what I would probably comfortably look at, be sitting more at my lighter end. Yeah. Of my, what I would say is my natural sort of. Yeah. Basically, the dress sizes I have in my wardrobe I'm still within that but I'm at the top end top end not the bottom end I do have a range I have a wide range yeah which is normal yeah no that is normal but it's also helpful to look at like body weight just like really um in a really detached way if you can and so in the case of you like there can be loads of reasons for fluctuations in body weight and that can be totally normal and in lots of cases un uh like fine if that makes sense, yeah. you know, like you just like, oh, my body weight's gone up because this is this, and that's totally fine. But I suppose with you, your body weight is also correlated with other symptoms, other more inflammatory symptoms as well, in terms of your energy, a bit more rundown yeah. periods, like those, those, those have increased along with this um, body fat recomposition, shall we say, in the opposite way, which then makes me think, oh, uh, then. And also I know historically from knowing you work before when you first cut out like gluten and dairy and that you lost like tons of, I don't know how much weight, but even inches, if that makes sense, which makes me think a lot of that's more to sometimes do with inflammation than it is, you know, if someone's like, I've lost a stone in a week, they haven't actually lost a stone of body fat in a week, but they might have reduced some of that inflammatory load because sometimes body fat, sometimes body fat is just fat going up and fat going down and fine. And then sometimes it's to do with fat, but it's also can be inflammation driven as well, which I, which is what we suspect is maybe happening with you is that your weight is not because your diet and lifestyle and activity level hasn't massively changed, but then your weight has changed despite. So then that makes me think the change then is internal. Yeah. If that makes sense. If your external things haven't had any massive 
you know, so that means then if you're gaining weight and nothing has actually changed in your life, then it's like, okay, that internal could be hormonal inflammation, blah, 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 blah. So, but the CGM will give us some good information. And that's the first thing we want to tick off when it comes to your hormones, actually imbalancing those and supporting healthy estrogen levels and testosterone levels is supporting your insulin. So, um, we are looking at that with, that's why you as a non-diabetic person, not even a pre-diabetic person, not even in the, really the category of a risk for diabetes, why you are wearing, uh, it would be, in, will be interesting for you to wear a continuous blood glucose monitor to see, okay, is this optimal? Is there any tweaks that we can, we can make? Yeah. Um, cause it affects your hormones, but also affect, again, if we think about insulin as a hormone, it really affects your metabolism because insulin does many things, but it will also increase fat storage, especially around like visceral fat, especially around your middle. Um, and, uh, and again, that's, if that's wonky internally, it doesn't matter how healthy and much activity you do, your body's going to have a propensity to store fat because that's the me- hormones and messages. So if that's one key and your body's getting more of a message, just store fat, Jess, store fat, store fat, store fat, then guess what's going to happen? <laughs> your body will go, oh, okay, okay. And then we also know we already, you are, you already have hypothyroidism. So you've already got that slight, like, against you metabolic panic mode. It's more like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm so, not sure uh, I want to actually function or do anything today. Sort of. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is the non-medical, that's non-medically <laughs> trained version of what hypothyroidism yes. is. Just like, meh. Oh, I, can't. I don't know if I want to, actually. I don't know if I want to be a body. I don't know if I want to run at any particular speed what? today. Don't really want the energy. Meh, no, it's fine. We're cool. Cool. <laughs> so that ah, metabolically yes. <laughs> um, is where it would make a difference. So that's a little bit of Great. why you're wearing CGM, a little bit about weight, um, and also the more balanced and optimal your blood sugar, the, the better your energy on a really basic level. Because okay. if you think about your blood sugar regulation, I mean, the amount of glucose that's in your blood at any one time, your body likes to maintain homeostasis. So there's this like a reference range or like tolerance level of, um, that can go up and down, but that's really, that's really like almost, if you think about the first well, you could argue it's maybe not the first because eating is maybe the first part of energy production. But you could argue, this is me just making up on the spot, like that's like 0.2 or 3, if that makes sense, because the glucose then is in your blood that's then going to be transported for various things and ATP and energy production and all going to your organs and all of this sort of stuff. So if you, you if that is erratic, then it does make, it does massively impact uh, your energy, energy production. Anyway, so a couple of things. Let's talk about some of the stuff we talked last time, which was basically wanting to support your liver a little bit more in um, the stuff that it's always doing, but just kind of ramp that up. So we talked a bit about vegetables and linseeds and broccoli sprouts and Epsom salt baths and nettle tea. Those are the notes I have. How, how have you gotten on? Veg, I've found relatively straightforward. I've just been adding it more in at breakfast time and having making sure I'm having more smoothies. Nice. Because I just find a smoothie is the best way to eat, eat quite a lot of spinach without feeling like eating quite a lot of spinach. Yeah. Which yeah, is a win. Um, <laughs> and also, I think time of year helps a lot. Like, yeah. this is like prime time for me to just want to eat a lot of salad, which doesn't happen. 
in no in winter no in December time you're not like yeah I'm just gonna lean in with this and the kids the other night were like well I've started with every dinner now and I'm like <laughs> yep <laughs> yes we do so but you know so I've been doing that oh well done brilliant I forgot about my sprouts I literally remembered about sprouting things when I opened my notebook just now but I have written it on my piece of paper from a fridge so that can be on my shopping nice. list this week um Nelty, no, I, I mean, did you like it? Did you try it? Well, I just have some when I'm at your house. Oh, did, oh, yeah. So that's maybe like every once a week I have a cup of Nettle tea. You like it though? Because if you don't like it, there's no point in trying to have it. No, I do like it. I think I prefer the dandelion coffee, which sounds grim. Sounds grim. I mean, most people prefer uh, Nettle tea, but whatever floats your boat, just. I'm trying to replace, I'm trying to do the dandelion coffee like. Uh, used to have like a nighttime tea or like um you know like yeah. a fuckery thing eat in the evening yeah like just drink like a herbals I, I like drinking herbal stuff in the evenings it's a nice wind down routine i've got so i'm trying to replace that with the dandelion coffee instead nice but do you know what if my husband's offering to make me a cup of tea i'm not going to go through the rigors of trying to explain yes that yeah yeah there is, I did try a nice nettle tea. I think it was still clipper, but they'd blended it with like spearmint. Um, you see, so you can get blends with nettle where it's more, often they blend it with more minty things. So it feels oh, more yeah. like minty. And, and again, it's just a small thing, but it can be quite, have a nice like compounding effect, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you'll never make progress if you don't drink nettle tea, Jess. <laughs> but it's a, it can be a helpful. Can you drink it? There's only one about your house. I know I we, we always have it summertime it's because it's a has a nice natural antihistamine effect and we're like histamine household mm. between me and Joe my husband just like a topic central anyway it's a whole other podcast we can record <laughs> but um dandelion coffee is great for the liver so if you prefer that or you could try like a nettle tea blend and with the sprouts as well you can either just buy uh, make like do them sprout them yourself and could be like a science project with kids over summer because it's kind of like lazy gardening or what's it like the salad toppers here here in the uk you can buy i, I don't know if all supermarkets sell them but I, they call them salad toppers but it's not oh an exciting God. salad topper no. just like sprouted alfalfa. Me, i think like better yeah or... nuts yeah crispy seeds croutons like, yeah crouton or meat <laughs> Yeah, no, these aren't uh, exciting. So it's like a bit of a false label. Yeah. <laughs> Steak. <laughs> That's a good Steak. salad cover with some baked goat's cheese on top. <laughs> oh, no, some sprout and broccoli seeds. Um, so the one the... not asked me to put steak on top of my salad. That's not <laughs> been an action point, unfortunately. No, no. Well, it's an expensive action point. Sprouts are much cheaper. So yeah. it's broccoli, radish, and alfalfa, like the blends that you can buy at the shop. Um, and they're not actually, it's like, it's not expensive. It's like a pound 50 or yeah. something. It's probably still cheaper to do your own long, long term. Yeah. It's actually more expensive to buy a bag of organic broccoli sprout uh, seeds, sorry, short, short term. So whatever. I have a bunch of alfalfa seeds still. So feel free. If you do sprout your own, you can have some of those. Um. Epsom salt baths. I know it's been hotter, so it's not like bath-tastic. Yeah. Mm. I think I've managed maybe one or two. Okay. And full disclosure, I need to try harder because the second one 
I was basically frog frog marched to by my husband. Okay. He's like, you just need to chill out. I'm just going to literally lock you in the bathroom right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but I want things to do. But, so if I get Team Andy on this, more baths will happen. Yeah. Um, but I do have some Epsom salts coming in the shop, so that's good. So you know, nice steps have been taken. Yeah, even if it's like once a week, it's just would be yeah. would be helpful. And and or even like putting because you're an like you're an organized person, like just yeah. putting it in the diary. Like I have, um, was it Thursday nights? Generally, is when I uh, hang out in my crazy sauna blanket, and it's just in the diary. So that yeah. the, once the kids are in bed or whenever they've gone to sleep, I can sometimes be like, uh, and what am I doing tonight? And I yeah. obviously can't go anywhere. So uh, then, then I just have little things like, oh yeah, I could, oh uh, yeah, I could just sit in my sauna. Okay. Whereas normally I might just be like, oh, I should tidy the kitchen and do the thing and buy the scissors. So. Yeah. Oh, jobs. Boring yeah. jobs. Whereas in the day, I'm like, yes, no, actually I should de- help detoxify my body and sweat out some of the toxins in my infrared sauna. So... <laughs> That's what I yep. do. This um, what happens. Yeah. And, yeah. and then sometimes at the weekend, I'll be like, oh, coffee, Anna Mackenzie. I put that in the diary. That means it might happen. It doesn't always. But that's what The other week, you had a life win. I did. Oh, yeah. No, I did. Yeah. It popped yeah. over Sunday afternoon. Like, Kes had had a nice morning to herself with a coffee enema. It's, it wouldn't have been my choice, but she'd had a lovely time to dad it was just a I mean that wasn't the whole morning that was like no, half an hour yeah to be fair those are the nice things like I think a walk happened and yeah nice yeah maybe a swim something like that yeah um but what made me laugh was how the coffee enema was in like when you were telling me about your morning it was said with the same tone of both well I had a lovely walk and I went for a nice swim and it's all this and I said this and I had the coffee enema yeah oh I feel better when I do them for sure whereas you know maybe for other people it might not have been shared as a highlight yes. no it's not so, well we're just shared publicly or let's just be honest. Shared. <laughs> so people just like overkill as i'm like oh. oh you asked me what i did so that's what i did it's fine i don't i do not care <laughs> we are genetically in a, unable to care about stuff like that it's one of it our superpowers true. It's true. But in terms of your um, being marched to have a bath, that's a good segue into one of the things I did want to talk about. Um, oh. oh, although actually, do is there anything else that you're like, oh, this has popped up. This has been really good. This has been really hard. Anything yeah. Like that before? So annoyingly, um, I think I'm really lightheaded. Okay. Over the last week, which I was like weird. And I also think, I might be getting a little bit ever so mildly hay fevery. Okay. And sense. I have never had you're not that big hay fever before. It's a little bit like um remember when all of a sudden, like it was like two years ago, all of a sudden I was allergic to dogs. Yeah. And we were both like, that's weird. That's weird. Same kind of vibe. Okay. So, but that that's less so. But I so think the... that is weird. That is, it's weird for me, everybody. That is weird. When are you feeling most lightheaded? Um, in the mornings. Like just when you're standing up? Or Yeah, well, it's like when I first wake up and then it's like often like, is it in the mornings? Over the weekend, it's been in the mornings, but last week it was definitely more in the afternoons. Like between like, you know, when you normally have that funk. So it's sort of like mm, between one and like four. 
So it's not massively like I can still function, but at the same time, a little bit like it's like I'm a little bit tipsy, you know, like if I'd had a couple of glasses of wine, but I haven't because it's three in the afternoon and I'm in the office. Do you know that way? It's like tired, like foggy, brain foggy, or just more like woozy, like, ooh. Things yeah, I just more like, ooh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I had one morning where I went to the loo and I was like, oh, the room's actually spinning now. That's quite fun. Yeah. It didn't last very long, but that was, that was weird. Did not enjoy that. Yeah, because you have fainted in the past, but that's always been when your iron yeah. is low. And you haven't so had your iron checked. Well, one of my jobs this afternoon is I am going to ring my GP. Yeah, I was going to say. Because yeah. I am prone to my iron being really low. And obviously yeah. that's, that goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I would get that checked out. I am going to get that checked out to get some fresh blood tests going on. Yeah, yeah, but also, uh, so do that for sure. And then um, uh, when you start getting readings from your CGM as well, you, if you do feel like that, always just do a little check in with your CGM to see if mm. that sometimes low blood sugar can play a role in that. But, that, but equally, it might have not have anything to do with it. But it's an, while you've got it in, it could be a way of ruling that in or out yeah um and the other thing that potentially you could try is um along with all the other things like trying to your gp or whatever would maybe be um and this would be a bit of an experiment see how you feel uh, in the morning uh basically um having most people just do sea salt but a little bit of like electrolyte support during the day so like as in your electrolyte minerals rather than like all the glucose dextrose uh-huh. like you don't, you don't need that sugar support but the minerals potassium chloride magnesium the other one's got out of my brain um that could potentially be what's happening not and often people think oh because well, i'm not running my 20 kilometers in the morning and therefore needing to be like rehydrated but I generally find with clients um, that, I mean, I'll not go into all the details, but that can be a little bit wonky, let's just say. Uh, so yeah. what, you, what you could do, is, and this can be an experiment, like just for a couple of days in the morning, get some good quality sea salt. So I'm not talking like table salt, sachet salt, like rock salt. And then as odd as it sounds, but do, do this as an experiment for maybe three days in the morning time, close to like waking up, like when you would have your like water or whatever in the morning, um, have just take like a couple of rock salts, like it was a supplement, if that makes okay, sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just, and see if that makes a difference. Cause that would be a nice little experiment. Just if you're like, nah, cause yeah, still felt really woozy, whatever, it's basically made no, zero, zero difference whatsoever. Okay, cool. Then it's probably maybe more to do with iron levels. And it would be really helpful with your GP. Sometimes, I don't know, do they normally just check your like, because ideally there's like an iron panel that you would get down, which I'm not too sure if your GP would do, or maybe does, hopefully would do, but it's like looking at ferritin and iron and trans and like your saturation percentage and... I can't think of the other ones at the top of my head. I could probably let you know. I think it's four or five different markers. So, because it's not just about stored iron, it's also about like how you're utilizing it. So you can, so, and this can happen with anemia, which you have been diagnosed with before in the past is, is like things, your stored iron, for example, can look fine, but then actually it's the way it's being utilized means you're anemic. And, and yeah. I think you have not even had good stored iron in the past. So but just for an example um yeah 
So if you can, just get a bit of a, um, and I'll send maybe those markers over to you. And they might run them as standard anyway, because you know that like you have that anemia history. Yeah, I don't think they generally have before, but I think um, the other thing like now with the GP, like when I go now, is they obviously, they, I tend to not have to ask much for them to give me a blood test for it because it's obviously in my files. Um, but what I've noticed recently is I really can't tolerate their iron supplements that they prescribe you anyway. So I'm having to buy my own. Which is so um, I think the, the nice thing at the moment is if they say, oh, we'll just stick you on iron tablets. I'm like, well, actually, that's not a no-go for me anymore. Like, can we can we maybe have a look at why? Maybe look at yeah. Yes, because prescribed iron, was it iron sulfate? Ferrosulfate. Ferrosulfate, yes, is what you get. Yeah, it, it's very poor absorption level and very high gut irritation. So, because mm -hmm. if you've yeah. had it before, um, but it is cheap, but your yeah. dosage then has to be so high. So, you can get that gut irritation because the bioavailability of it is so low. Whereas different forms that you can get, like iron by glycine. By glycinate. Anyway, there's different forms, like the way structures of iron, but that would be more supplemental stuff. Um, I like the liquid. Anybody's mm -hmm. wondering? Yeah. Like, and it, they are great. If anybody else struggles, the liquid little, there's loads of different brands, but basically yeah. it's a liquid iron supplement and it's brilliant. Yeah. And you and your dosage, people get confused because often the dosage is much smaller, but then the idea is that things yeah. are more bioavailable. And the great thing about iron, if you are truly low in iron, as soon as you talk, start taking something, if you will feel better. Yeah. So if you're taking something and it's you're not got the dose, like you're not feeling better, then it's either not the right form or not the right dose, or it's not actually what's going on. Yeah. Um, which is helpful because you will also really it's worth saying, people listening, don't just willy-nilly with iron either because you really don't want too much iron that's also oh, no. really can be really pro-inflammatory um so you've got to just the right amount <laughs> just like so many things in the body um okay but i'll try sea salt and let me know again oh, yeah, uh, just to check it's worth just checking okay does supporting your potassium sodium chloride those kind of things which in on like good quality proper salt is not just sodium it's also there's other lots of little minerals yeah. going on there. So all coconut water as well. Um, you should also mm. have like not you don't need loads, but some people hate coconut water. So and it's not. Mm. It's all right if you throw it in a smoothie. And the same principle as the spinach. Yeah, yeah, it's all right in a smoothie. Yeah, bit smooth spinach, mango, coconut water. Woo. Um, okay. And uh, with the hay fever. Let me know how you get on with that. Nettle tea can be quite useful for that. But with hay fever, I think, I mean, I, if, if you chat to a pharmacist or your doctor, they would be able to tell you more. But you do, um, they often say it's kind of best to get on top of that kind of mast cell response because otherwise it can snowball, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Um, but it depends on how bad that is feeling. So you could always uh, chat to your doctor about that because you've not. But in the bigger picture of things, of hay fever, then I think histamine and estrogen uh, elevated. If there is estrogen dominance happening, that often comes with elevated histamine as well. So it makes sense that your histamine bucket if, is maybe just like slightly running over. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that is kind of what's pushing, you know, those histamine symptoms, what we would call hay fever or those other things. So 
potentially as we balance your um, estrogen a little bit more. And that's where like broccoli sprouts and those kind of things come on and baths and nettle tea and vegetables and linseeds and fiber and all these really sexy things um, can help <laughs> support that a little bit more. Cause I wonder if that would be helpful. Meaning if we can, uh, if there is, cause we don't know for sure if there's estrogen dominance going on cause we haven't tested. So this is just based on symptoms and assumptions, but if there is that happening, then as that rebalances your uh, that should be support for histamine. Yeah. Great. Um, da, da, da. Okay. Mm, oh, I want to check in with your poo because you poo every day, once a day, don't you? Twice now. Twice now. I was going to see. I was going to check. Has it gone up? Yes. Woo! Yay. What a win. Sometimes that should have been the times. first thing you told me, Jess. Kezia, guess what? I'm doing twice a day. Look at me. Sometimes even three times, ladies and gents. Woo! In your face. Detoxing. Now that is a real detox. There should be a word for like when you're showing off about your poo. Basically, it's like, oh, our little nephew's potty training, isn't he? Oh, and yeah. He came around the other day for breakfast and he literally walked in my house like he was a proper gangster and owned the place. And I'm like, hey, mate, you look chuffing himself. He's like, yeah, I did a poo in the potty. <laughs> like, really, like, yeah. Kind of a similar level to what we're doing here. Three times a day. Yeah, no, it is. There's so many, like, people can spend so much money on, like, detoxy things. Some of them are great, like, you know, geeky, fun things, infrared saunas, like, cool, cool, but really, pooping, pooping, number one. A lot of those things are totally pointless if you are not hydrated. So, not you don't need to drown yourself in water that's also not great because yeah. you can dilute your essential minerals but a lot of people are just like tea coffee diet coke whatever so staying hydrated and then pooping regular pooping and obviously peeing but most people don't have a problem with peeing yeah um, pooping poop 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 <laughs> just want to do that a I do... new merch range poop 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 will be in your stores soon I know, ideally once a day. If you're not there, start there. And then if you are like, yeah, cool, because I poo once a day and you want to, and you have other symptoms that you want to address, there is other things going on that don't feel great to you, then trying to increase that. Even if like a client was chatting to this morning, she's like, I don't poop twice every day, but I one to two a day. Some days I do, some days I don't. But for her, she like that's it's just progress, making progress. And obviously, if you're having like lot this isn't loose stools or unhealthy poo or diarrhea it's like normal boring poo not drama just like oh i need a poo go to toilet have a poo done Woo, done that kind of toilet which is how it's supposed to be how it's supposed to be but for a lot of people has not always been that way okay great that will be that's a great sign that you're kind of up to your vegetables fiber water those kind of things well done you um, okay, so back to you struggling to go for a bath and your husband marching you there to calm you down. Let's talk yes. about, that's a nice segue to your nervous system. Da, da, da. Segway. <laughs> yes, just a little segue. So um, nervous system uh, does lots of different things, most of which you don't aware of, aren't conscious of, just does it like me waving my hands around right now. Woo, wavy, wavy. But the one thing we do have influence over or for the sake of this conversation, what we're going to be talking about is your nervous system and your sympathetic and your your parasympathetic nervous state or fight and flight and rest and digest. Now, this is something I chat to with all my clients and my, everyone, including myself, 
it's like ugh about <laughs> because <laughs> but a lot of people that I work with tend to be on the like proactive, productive, high achieving. I can just push through and do a bajillion things. Why should I sit down? I need to do these things. This is the list. Sound like my kind of people. I'll be honest. Yeah, exactly. Get so, us together. We'll sort everything out. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just do more stuff. We'll, we'll get some sorted and fix all uh, the things. Yeah. Talk to all the people. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, we so we tend to then think parasympathetic nervous state, meaning rest and digest, is like really unproductive. Or, or in other cases, you could explain this on culture on experiences growing up, adverse childhood events, all of these can be all different reasons that almost train people's brains as well to kind of be comfortable in a sympathetic nervous state. For that that hypervigilance or that that fight and flight mode is a lot of people's normal, even though they're not walking around being like, oh my gosh, like they're actually, it's like, but it's that, and that's encouraged and that can there can be several reasons why that structure and that has become our normal air quotes normal and we have lots of structures that support and encourage that but when you're wanting to support your body's own repair and healing because the amazing thing is that our bodies do have incredible healing and repair systems in place if we think about our um our immune system like our natural killer cells if we think about like even if we think about like cell overgrowth, you know, the potential of cancer forming, that actually happens in mo- like in everybody, but it's our immune response, those natural killer cells that clean up, clear out, like all of these kind of stuff that people get freaked out about actually isn't a problem for every single human on the planet. It's because we have these incredible um, defense mechanisms and healing and repair mechanisms. Now, the problem often is when these can go awry and one of the best ways to um, support Support that. I've lost my trail of thought. Uh, 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 uh. Hold on, it will come back to me. Nervous system, parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous state. Yes. So we want we want to train the body to um, be just as good at being in a parasympathetic nervous state as it yeah. does a sympathetic nervous state, because that's when um, you digest food better. That's when healing and repair happens uh, best. That's when your brain washes itself. That's when like so much crazy, insane stuff happens when your body feels safe is another way of saying it, or when your body is in this nervous state. So if you're, for anyone listening, if you're wanting to ramp up your own health and accelerate your progress towards whatever your health goals or outcomes or changes are, being able to um, spend more time in your, not even more time, but being able to have a healthy relationship with a parasympathetic nervous state is really important. So what I often describe this as as clients is like a pendulum or as muscles. There's two analogies I tend to use. If you have sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous state. Most people spend most of their days in a sympathetic nervous state. It's like, oh, get up, need to get ready, go to, get to school, go to work, get on the train, go to the center, then I'm doing my test, 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 meet, 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 come home, go around, do dinner. Oh, and then it's like life admin. And then you might be chilling out watching Netflix, but then in your brain, you're like, list, 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 list. Oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll just buy this on Amazon. Oh, I need to get the school uniform thing. Oh, I'll just It's like your brain is constantly going. And then it's like your brain goes to parasympathetic nervous state when you go to bed. So it's like all day, it's like you're in like this fifth, sixth gear, shall we say. Whereas actually what we want is for, it's not that that state is bad and that you need to be like some Zen-like thing of like, I'm calm all the time. No, it's actually thinking about a pendulum. Like throughout the day, you want to be in sympathetic nervous state, get stuff done, get the kids to school, like 
get to the train on time, you know, that's okay. fine. But then, then you be, have 30 minutes on the train. Yeah. Well, I do. To then like decompress and like let that pendulum swing. And so, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't often know that that often requires intention in yeah. terms of you have your hypothalamus in your brain that needs to get a signal from somewhere of like, okay, that threat of missing the train or the kids being late for school or whatever has gone now. Yeah. Fine in this moment, even if it's like for a minute, let's just carry on. Oh, my heat's come on. Turn on again. Hold on. But um, most people don't have that. Uh, So pendulum throughout the day, you want to be able to swing. And I often describe it with clients as having micro swings, if that makes sense. Uh It's just like quick in and out done because you've got stuff to do in the day. So this isn't just like, yes, I want you to just sit and meditate for the next hour. And then we'll do an hour of yoga. And then we'll do an hour of breath work. And no, that's just (laughs) not going to happen. So you want to just think of it as like little micro signals to your brain. It's just, this is re, it's really as practical as your brain just needs little moments where it can go, oh, oh, it's, it's okay. We're, it's, we're safe. There's not actually a threat right now. I do have a to-do list, but that to, it, it's a to-do list. It's not a bear that's going to rip my head off. Cool. Okay. I was thinking it was maybe a bear because prime, like this primal unconscious, it's like is thinking, you know, if you, if the kids are late to school, you will, your stress response is the same response as it would be if you were running away from a bear potentially yeah. in a lot of people. So it's like just being aware of that. So a really quick and easy thing to do. Um, research shows that even just intentional breathing can be enough to then get your nervous system into that parasympathetic nervous state. So this can be your running late for the training, like, Whoa, and you get there, you sit on the train literally just taking like counting in seven breaths in through your nose. Ideally, if you don't have sinus issues, just breathing in, in for the count of five, out for the count of seven, whatever, but any intent, even just deep breathing, like yeah. just count to 10, that's, that can be enough. So that can be like a micro thing. You can do it while you're getting sorted or getting your ticket or these aren't things where you need to like stop and be like, stop everybody. I need to do my breathing. You can see <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm fine. I made it. And just having little micro adjustments, you could say, where again, it's increasing the amount of messages going into your hypothalamus that say, it's okay. We're cool. It's cool. Mm -hmm. No threat here. And those are micro ones. And then there's the bigger, bigger adjustments, or this is where I use the other analogy. If you think about your nervous system being like a muscle, you have your sympathetic nervous state, you have your parasympathetic nervous state. Most people's muscle metaphorically, it's not a muscle, but if we, it's their sympathetic muscle is like buff. It's like good, real good, real solid, strong, like buns of steel type vibe, which is great. It's not a bad thing. But then their parasympathetic muscle is like this frail, weedy, tiny, 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 couldn't lift a can of beans type muscle. And then that, and what you want to work on is strengthening that muscle essentially. And that can be through breath work, mindfulness, like any, basically anything that gets your brain. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like prayer, meditate. Well, sometimes prayer can actually 
trigger people's minds. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But you know, like just more stillness, mm-hmm. breath work. Gratitude is a great one. Appreciation, mm-hmm. just thinking of things past and thinking of things future. Like I am going to be so grateful when we go on this family trip to Disneyland. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to go on this ride. I'm going to have this. I'm going to get family t-shirts. I'm going to put this on. And then I'm going to buy everyone those headbands with the things on. And it'll be so cool. And it will be awesome. Will be so cool. Yeah. Or past. Or like remember when I first met, like I often do this with, um, with the kids being born. I'm just like, oh, wow. Remember like in terms of gratitude, like, wow, that you know, when you hold your baby for the first time, it's like a really obvious thing, but it's so powerful just to go back to that memory. And that can really help to shift your body into, into gratitude and appreciation. And that can be a really helpful way of just calming, get again, that nervous system um, down. So my challenge for you would be to try and integrate small adjustments in the day, which I think breath work for me easier is, the, is, is probably yeah. the most practical. Um, uh, do a bit of that anyway yeah like exactly. automatically like when I get on the uh, we'll use my commute when I get on the train after dropping all the kids off in the morning yeah. I always sit there and I'm like yes <laughs> there's always yeah. that moment so it's just leaning into that yeah exactly and your body does know this already it's just allowing that to happen of like yeah you know what I am just going to take mm-hmm. the first two minutes five minutes you could put on, sometimes I just get clients a piece of like music that they just like, you know, and that's almost like their, it's not even like a full on meditation because you might not want to do that in the middle of a train or a bus, but it's like, oh, that's that piece of music that anchors your nervous system and actually can train your nervous system to then be like, oh yeah, cool. Like, you know, or like, um, so it's all probably stuff you already do. And then in the week actually build in longer chunks of, of that, training session let's call it so if you think about what it's like taking your nervous system to the gym and building that muscle so it is uncomfortable like you won't probably want to go and sit in a bath like like it's that's where some people get tripped up is they're like oh yeah it's relaxing I should really want to do this oh it's so wonderful no no it's like it's like being like boring yeah go do some burpees go do some squats because you've got this muscle that ain't doing nothing and it Mm. needs to move. So I think sometimes framing it that way can be more permission giving because you can be like, Oh, I'm not necessarily like, Oh, I just love, I just love my candles and my Epsom salts and my bath. No, it can be like, no, this is actually like, I'm training my brain a bit. This is like I've done another version of Sudoku. I don't like Sudoku, but it is good for your brain where I'm just like, okay, my nervous system needs to have little moments and again a bath can be like 20 minutes doesn't need to be super long or it could be like a book or it could be a piece of music or like a body scan mindfulness thing Mm -hmm. or it could be um even like a very mindful slow walk or like yoga sometimes people find that like a non-too intense yoga um or after exercise if you've just pushed and done something hard then sometimes it's easier then to swing to the opposite, if that makes sense, because you're yeah. exhausted. So it could be like, you've just gone for a run, planning in 10 minutes of just like, oh, I'm going to shove on this classical piece of music or what instrumental, whatever. Yeah. And just like, lie here and breathe and count my breaths. Yeah, and that's it. So just- Stare out it. my window. That's something I enjoy. I've yes. Got great, I've got a great view out my windows. 
they have got Daisy out the window. And uh, Andy, my other half, he um he was a biologist, so he did like so he's he's noticed that the birds fly in different directions in the valley that we overlook. So I can I can investigate that. That's always relaxing. Yeah, stuff like that. Even that research about staring at a green, like if you stare at like a green, beautiful, natural scene, yeah. it can calm you down ridiculously. Oh, like totally. No, it totally does. Just no. looking outside. Spanish my garden. Oh, yeah. With my nettle tea. Yeah. What's that bird doing? Oh, has it got, got a worm in its mouth? Oh, like that. That takes yeah. your brain into is another way yeah. of nature. And that curiosity is another way that you get to your nervous system being like, so there's loads of different ways you can do it. Breathwork's probably like the easiest signal. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to your brain. Uh-huh. And um, and then that kind of leads into like mindfulness meditation. And you can go down that whole, even actually for those listening, like uh, just counting your breaths can be really helpful. For putting a timer on your phone mm-hmm. and you either like count how long you breathe in for, how long you breathe out for and do like, box breathing or those kind of things or just be like I'm gonna do 25 breaths count in and out or 10 breaths and if I lose if I get distracted lose my my trail of thought I go back to number one again yeah it's not like a blame thing it's literally because you will get distracted like you won't get to 10 straight away because your little brain but that's totally fine it's just about getting used to your brain and the only reason that's useful is it just gets your brain used to just being present so it's not thinking about your next to-do list next task do this and it's not thinking like or oh I should have done that or did I I wonder if they took it you know depending people are wide I'm more of a future oriented person some people will spend time dwelling about the past either way it's just making sure you're like oh no I'm literally just breathing right now that's what that's it right I'm here and I'm breathing oh look there's a bird that's what you're yeah. it's not emptying your brain it's not clearing your brain it's just being like no we're focused on right here and right now I'm breathing isn't it awesome that I'm breathing I have lungs that work that's awesome look there I go oh and then they go down again this is amazing my body's incredible okay breath number one breath number two. Oh, look there's a bird like that is can be really powerful and it's very underrated in terms of people makes like seeing results with their health but the more time your body this essentially the safer your body feels the quicker it can heal not maybe the quicker but the more effectively or the more you're going to facilitate that's the best way of saying it its own natural healing processes um and support your own energy production and hormone balance yeah so and it's free generally yeah unless you want to do a fancy app which you can do but even then breathing so no, yeah my window thanks yeah i was gonna say your your window your the view of your window would, would probably be um better than general apps so i think if doing does that seem realistic what are your thoughts i think so i think probably probably more achievable to do the little bits but then i can look at like obviously with the bath thing and other stuff I can look at introducing the longer spells and some of it is just building on what I've already got so I was actually just thinking there's a really nice loop run that I do around here and I was just thinking oh I could just walk that last bit like over the fields which is always my favorite bit anyway I don't never really want to run that bit anyway so I'll just walk that bit just and deliberately nice, go really slow yeah and it's like stacking and it's also a nice cool down stretching yeah. up the muscles like it doesn't these things don't necessarily need to be like on their own you can stack yeah. them on top like you can be washing the dishes and just 
count like, oh, I'm just going to count. Oh, I feel my shoulders up. I feel tense because everyone's been screaming at me about dinner. Okay, yeah. I'm going to watch this. Just count. Breathe in. Do, 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 do. Okay. Like it's not necessarily about stopping. It's just more the intention and awareness. Mm-hmm. So just introducing that. And then ideally, I think you maybe a bath once a week if you can. Mm-hmm. And then one other longer like training session, shall we call it, for, and that might be um, lying and listening to some music. Ideally, I think for you, something very unproductive would be good. Because yes. also, like like finding a piece of instrumental music you like and just lying and listening to that for like five or ten minutes yeah it's like just proper tuning out and that could just be like a gratitude practice it could just be like this is my gratitude song which I know you're good at in lots of areas <laughs> but it's just like that intentional yeah just more of that I think would be helpful because I don't think you're terrible at it it's just already just expanding on it a little bit so that yeah. muscle can be really they can be more balanced. Yeah. I think it would make sense. Um, and the last time we talked about Angus Castus, did we talk about that? I have it down in my notes, but I don't know if we spoke about it. It's a supplement. Uh, oh, is it also called Vitex? Yeah. I've literally just got that word written down on my notes from last time. I was like, I have no idea what that is. Okay, I'll send that over. <laughs> That's obviously all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was because that was going to be a bit of an experiment to see if we can support your progesterone. So I'll send that over. So really, between now when we next speak, your um, nervous system, just that awareness and expanding that, uh-huh. adding in your Angus Castus, which I'll send you just after now, and then you've obviously got your CGM. So with your CGM, you don't need to do this all the time, but ideally, if you could keep a food diary with yeah um, I was thinking about that it doesn't even need to be like perfect all the time but um a rough kind of food diary would be really helpful even if it's just over a couple of days or you can in the app as well make notes so if when you do a when you check it and you're like oh that's interesting you could just make a note there and be like oh I just ate a I don't know, banana on its own. And you're like, whoa, my body yeah. did not like eating that banana. Okay, yeah. cool. Or some way of keeping a note of that data just so then that will help us to correlate patterns um, a little bit more. Um, so maybe a food diary, not over the whole 10, 14 days, but like a maybe like a four or five days if you can. Yeah, okay. Um, along just so that we can either match it. And you can either just put in your blood glucose dating at um readings into that or just so that we can know um i know. think that would be helpful yeah that makes sense because else it makes a lot more oh just had your first reading jess i just got the notification Woo, live. Podcast. jess's first reading is full point oh, yeah so you can like i'll do that i'll put it in the old yeah little log book down below yeah that makes sense okay cool and then maybe in a cup we'll look at that when we next meet so really the main focus is um maybe adding in some of those sprouts if you can last time yeah. I did them. just keeping on going with that stuff supporting your nervous system and then i'll also send you the angus casters that we can try right. see if um uh that will um support your cycle a little bit more does that sound doable 
Yes, it does. Okay. Cool. That's exciting. Oh, I'm excited to follow follow along with Jess's blood sugar bands. Woo! <laughs> Fun times. Fun sister oh. bonding times. Oh, what have you just eaten? <laughs> They'll be like, what have you just eaten, Jess? What is that? No. Uh, but that's the interesting thing. Sometimes you can eat stuff that you're like, oh, it's definitely going to make my blood sugar go crazy. And it doesn't. And then other things you'll be like, mm, I made this really nice, healthy thing. And then you're like, what? <laughs> it's like when you made that super healthy really good protein pack risotto yeah <laughs> you tell me about the other day you were so angry because it so made angry. it it's like organic okay, bum broth <laughs> goat's cheese risotto from scratch absolutely my blood sugar levels were horrendous like massive spike yeah not making that again <laughs> That time. If I do, I'm just gonna like cover it in cream or something. I don't know. <laughs> but then I don't do well with grief. I don't know. You doomed. You doomed either way. Maybe no goat's cheese. Um, but that is the thing. So it's be figuring out those really right. because there's the element with continuous blood glucose monitors, and we won't get into it. So obviously, we're looking at your insulin management, but there's also a whole area of research around looking at your personal microbiome and what foods do yeah. well, like you do well with. Um, so for example, rice is not a winner for my microbiome, but oats totally are. So those actually on a carbohydrate basis have the same carbohydrate. I could eat equal amounts of carbs by both different foods, but my insulin response would be different to each food. And that's not to do with the carbs. That's not to do with the sugar. That's more to do with my, let's just call it my microbiome. Um, yeah. So that's another aspect of it. And that's why some people can get away with eating certain things and some people maybe maybe can't so that also might be a part of it is figuring out and I prefer that as to uh, like say food intolerance testing some I prefer it's not the same mechanism but in terms of the foods that do really well for you um this can be a better way of figuring that out and you might just be like well oats don't I don't do that great with oats what or like you might find yeah. advice or it might be like you can have an apple on its own but if you have a banana on its own and it's not because apples are bad and it's not because bananas are bad, but it's just about what your body tells you. Um, so exciting times. But, I don't know why I'm doing a thumbs up when we're recording the audio. Thumbs up. It's interpreted. She's just giving me a thumbs up. <laughs> just she's excited. Her bionic professional. <laughs> oh, well done, Jess. I'm impressed. Um, and I will get another diary for the listeners. We'll do another one probably in about ne in next month. The goal is to do one once a month, and then we'll be reviewing these the patterns in just blood sugar and seeing what information we can get from that. Gonna be edge of the seat stuff. Mm -hmm. I think so. I personally think so. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. Sending you lots of love. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on zoom which would be really fun it'd be like a podcast but where you can reply <laughs> which is always fun so i would love to chat with you so head to keswhole.com forward slash book and we can
can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom. And feel free to bring a cup of tea, okay? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.